Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day, we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Colette Claire, and here's a summary of what happened today, Wednesday, January 24th. The S&P 500 index trimmed initial gains, but still posted a record-closing high for the fourth session in a row Wednesday as a sharp jump in Netflix added fuel to a recent rally in communication services and technology that's helped lift the Nasdaq composite to its highest level in more than two years. Netflix shares soared 11% to a two-year high after the streaming service in its quarterly results released late Tuesday reported higher-than-expected revenue and said its paid subscribers reached a record near $261 Investors are also awaiting Tesla results, expected after Wednesday's close, as well as Thursday's first estimate of gross domestic product for the fourth quarter of 2023. According to Lizanne Saunders, Schwab's chief investment strategist, the Netflix report marked a key jumping-off point in the current earnings season as the streaming giant ranks among the big tech or tech-related companies expected to report results over the next week. Mega-cap companies expected to report earnings next week include Apple, Amazon, Google parent Alphabet, Facebook parent Meta Platforms, and Microsoft. Those five are part of the so-called Magnificent Seven stocks that accounted for a big chunk of the S&P 500's 24% gain in 2023. The big tech earnings kickoff should help provide a clearer picture of the earnings outlook as well as the outlook for the economy, Saunders said. While only a small fraction of all companies have reported results so far, earnings season up to now has produced mixed results, Saunders noted. The earnings beat rate has slipped to 80%, still above average, but the percentage by which companies have beaten analysts' estimates has fallen to a below-average 3.6%, compared to 5.7%, for the prior four quarters, according to Saunders. The revenue beat rate so far is about 58%, also below average. Here's where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index rose 3.95 points, or 0.1%, to 4,868.55. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 99.06 points, or 0.3%, to 37,806.39. The Nasdaq Composite gained 55.97 points, or 0.4%, to 15,481.92. The 10-year Treasury note yield increased about 4 basis points to 4.18%, and the SIBO Volatility Index, or the VIX, rose 0.59 to 13.14. Tech-related strength helped boost the NASDAQ 100, which includes the NASDAQ's largest non-financial companies, by 0.6% to a record close. Energy shares were also strong behind continued gains in WTI crude oil futures, which rose 1.4% and settled near a two-month high, after the Energy Information Administration reported a 7.5% drop in U.S. oil production last week, reflecting disruptions from winter storms. Small-cap shares lagged as the Russell 2000 index fell 0.7%. 
The following companies had stock price moves driven by analyst ratings, quarterly results, or other news. Abbott Laboratories fell 2.8% after the healthcare company reported quarterly results that were close to expectations, but also issued full-year earnings guidance that fell short of some analysts' forecasts. Earlier this week, Abbott shares had gained about 27% since mid-October. Advanced micro devices rose nearly 6% after New Street Research upgraded the semiconductor company to buy from neutral, saying the semiconductor company is the best way to play a fast adoption scenario for artificial intelligence chips. ASML Holding jumped nearly 9% after the Netherlands-based semiconductor industry supplier reported quarterly results that exceeded expectations. AT&T eased 3% after the telecommunications company reported fourth-quarter earnings that fell shy of Wall Street expectations and issued a lower-than-expected profit outlook for 2024. DuPont sank 14% after the chemical company pre-announced fourth-quarter and first-quarter earnings results that fell short of analysts' expectations. Kimberly Clark dropped 5.5% after the consumer products company's fourth-quarter earnings and revenue missed expectations. SAP rallied nearly 7% and hit a record high after the Germany-based software company said late Tuesday it will restructure about 8,000 jobs to focus on growth in AI-driven business units. Texas Instruments fell 2.5%, after the company's fourth-quarter revenue and first-quarter earnings guidance, both fell short of analysts' estimates. Thursday's earnings calendar features another top semiconductor company, Intel, as well as major names in several other industries, including Humana, T-Mobile U.S., Union Pacific, Valero Energy, and Visa. The final two trading days of the week bring a handful of economic readings that likely will shape market expectations for Federal Reserve interest rate policy. Thursday's numbers include fourth-quarter GDP as well as durable goods. Fourth-quarter GDP is expected to have expanded at a 2% annual rate based on a briefing.com consensus, which would be less than half the 4.9% gain in the third quarter. Investors capped the week Friday with personal consumption expenditure prices, the Fed's preferred inflation measure. For PCE, both overall and core rates are expected to have risen about 0.2% in December from November, according to Briefing.com. Analysts expect a 3% year-over-year rise in core PCE, which removes food and energy prices, compared to a 3.2% rise in November. The Fed is widely believed to be near a pivot away from tight interest rate policy and toward rate cuts. But a series of stronger-than-expected economic news has compelled investors to scale back expectations for the timing and magnitude of any Fed cuts. According to Cooper Howard, director of fixed income strategy at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, recent economic numbers suggest the economy may be heading for a soft landing, that avoids recession. Those numbers also appear to lower near-term prospects for a Fed rate cut. The case for a soft landing continues to build, Howard said, 
Citing encouraging S&P Global Purchasing Managers Index, or PMI, numbers for manufacturing and services, released earlier Wednesday. Both manufacturing and services turned up in the past month. The recovery is modest, but the readings are in expansionary territory. Howard said he expects the Fed to make an initial rate cut in May, in contrast to widespread expectations early this year that a cut could happen as soon as March. It makes sense to start cutting with inflation at or near target and real rates still elevated, Howard added. Traders now foresee a 58% chance the benchmark Fed funds rate will remain unchanged following the Federal Open Market Committee's March meeting, according to the CME FedWatch tool. That's up from about 45% a week ago. The indicator reflects 97% odds the FOMC will hold the funds rate target unchanged at 5.25% to 5.5% following its January 30th to 31st meeting. This has been the Schwab Market Update podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a rating or review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.